Hi, welcome to the Center of Protective Environment podcast. I am a survivor of sexual abuse and domestic violence. Today, I will share with you my personal story. My childhood was stolen from me at age four when I was sexually molested by my stepfather, one of many. He was a violent man, and he and my mother physically fought just about every weekend, drunken, knock-down, drag-out fights that would have me running across the desert in my nightgown to the sheriff's office to get help from my mother. By my age of 14, mother was on husband number five, and we were living in Las Vegas, Nevada. I was a freshman in high school, trying my best to fit in with three changes of clothing and one pair of shoes. On New Year's Eve, just before the second semester, I met a 19-year-old airman. Mother went into overdrive, pushing us to get married. She lied about my age, and before I knew it, I was walking down the aisle of one of those marriage chapels, scared to death, hoping someone would rescue me. He decided I should go to Virginia to live with his parents because I became pregnant two and a half months into the marriage. Off I went on a Greyhound bus to his mother, who hated me instantly and was sure I had tricked him into marriage. When my daughter was born, he sent me a letter saying, I have a great girlfriend and she has a little girl named Cheryl. You can go home to your mother if you want. I'm happy here. I did go to my dad's in Oklahoma, but when my husband got out of the service, the rosy future with this woman wasn't so rosy when her husband arrived from Korea. He went home to New York State. He sent me a letter saying I could come back and try again if I wanted to. We lived with his parents, he, baby girl, and I. He spent most of his time out drinking and carousing. When I questioned him, he would fly into a rage and black my eyes and bloody my nose. He was extremely controlling and belittled me at every turn. By this time, I was 16. I had left twice and gone to my biologic father, who insisted that I get a divorce. I still believed I could change my husband. Plus, I found out I was pregnant again. I got on a train and returned to New York. The night before I went to give birth to this baby girl, he insisted on sex, and I went into labor a month early. She lived 36 hours. The abuse got worse, to the point that it was every weekend with more black eyes and bloody noses. I was truly barefoot and pregnant the whole time I was with this man. People in the community did try to help me, but I had this romanticized idea of changing him and making this marriage work for my children. I decided not to say anything to him about his running around and drinking when I had to beg food from neighbors to feed my babies. I became numb. His mother said she was so proud that I had finally grown up. After the birth of another daughter and a son, I finally realized I was beating a dead horse and I left for good with my self-esteem in shambles. I went to see a movie called The Burning Bed 
and I could have sworn someone was looking over my shoulder when they wrote the script. It described my husband and his family to a T. And I was in that state of mind, kill or be killed, when I left with my three children, ages four, two, and three months, on a Greyhound bus bound for Texas. After arriving at my mother's home, I cried continually. The tears would just start for no discernible reason. She took me to a doctor who said I was depressed. He gave me a shot and some pills to take, and I got better. Oddly, I never considered myself as being a victim. I just picked myself up and started over. But I realized not everyone is blessed with the ability to do this. It wasn't an easy life having three children and no child support. And sometimes I had to work two and three jobs. However, I did remarry and divorce twice during these years my children were growing up. These men were exactly like my first husband drinkers and abusive. But who else would marry a woman with three kids? I had one more son by the second husband. I am so proud of the Center of Protective Environment and the services they provide for abused individuals and children. They had come a long way from the time when I was so much in need. If you are in a situation like mine was, don't hesitate to call them for help. Don't wait because your life may depend on it. Today, I am married to a man who adores me, and we've been married for almost 17 years. He has worked diligently at restoring my self-esteem and confidence. He has never drank nor smoked, and he is highly intelligent. I can talk with him about anything, and I am supremely happy now. My name is Carla Kerr. And I survived.